The Fujicast is an independent loading zone production. Kev, I've had a very strange postcard. It's um, I really, I'm quite partial. To the, this person obviously knows me because I'm quite partial to to macro pictures of mushrooms. Don't know why. It's a thing, Kev. And they've mm. just written it's, it's come from Belgique, so it's Belgian. Um, just a pretty picture and greetings, but it's and it's the sort of handwriting of somebody that's thought, oh, I forgot to send Neil something, and they just <laughs> scribbled it out, put it in the post, and sent it to me. It's a beautiful postcard, but they signed it with what looks like a dollar sign. I don't know who it's. I don't know who it's from. Is it from you? No, it can't be. You're not. No, you're not, not from me. Belgium. Um, however, there was a thread about macro pictures of mushrooms on the Facebook group. So oh. a bit of detective work might be the order have, of the have day. Have you received one as well then? No. Oh, okay. No, I did, however, receive, you know, we mentioned last week that um, stuff I get sent <laughs> for both of us, <laughs> typically. I, uh, ne- I never get it. You get it. I doesn't get to you. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, well, uh, just like last year, Pascal, bless him, over in uh, Camera Plus shop in Northern Ireland, Cookstown, Northern Ireland, has sent us mm-hmm. some mince pies. And actually, there was a little blue note on it, a nice little <laughs> card. It said, I'd just like to wish you both a very happy and healthy Christmas. Thank you so much for all the entertainment and info you provide us with all the year through. Pascal, that's very, very kind of you. There was a little post-it note on the mince pies that mm-hmm. actually said, for Neil. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I ate them. The Fuji cast. Why did I know you were going to say that, Kev? I knew that was coming. Um, well, I can't, you can't really post them, can you? No, you Although can't. We did really. post them to us, to me, to you. Post them to you, to via me, me. To you, to me. Well, we were supposed to meet up, but you're just so busy at the moment, Kev. For somebody who's retired, who should be just with their feet up around a swimming pool, it's just impossible to tie you down. Do you know what I did on Monday? Go on. At one o'clock in the morning, I drove the best part of five hours to Grimsby <laughs> to photograph a paint shop being opened. Yeah. I drove all the way home again and it edited the pictures for the press release and I never, of course, didn't actually sleep on Sunday night. Oh. So I think I got up at half seven Sunday morning, went yeah. to bed again. Next time I went to bed was about midnight on Monday night, having driven best part of 10 hours, done a job, done the editing. And I was actually, just before I went to bed, I was, Gemma was talking to me. <laughs> and uh, it didn't register. And I, I was just like trying, really concentrating hard to yeah, figure out yeah. what she was actually saying. Yeah. And she was like, Are you all right? Are you having a stroke? Are you, are you, okay. And I was just like, uh, I think I need to go to bed. Yeah. I was absolutely exhausted. I bear in mind, like, not so long ago, well, maybe 20 years ago, I used to go on rugby tours and, and we wouldn't sleep for four yeah, whole no, days. Yeah, no, Kev, you were 14 then. You're, 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 what are you now, 65? I don't know. Yeah, What's well, I, feel, I certainly feel it, that's for sure. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Fuji cast. Um, I don't uh, the music will have run out by now, almost. Um, you and your letters, um, the questions that you've sent in, either by Facebook or by email, to click at fujicast.co.uk. There we go. That That's the truncated version of what this show's all about. We have to thank, first up, our sponsor, Pick Time. Uh, if you go to the website, pick-time.com, it's a brilliant website for showing off your photographic wares, selling uh, prints and albums and frames and canvases and well, whatever is available through the various suppliers you choose to use. Um, that's everything's what, available. Yeah, everything's yes. a, can you get key rings? I'm sure key rings would be available. Will they be? Will you have, I, think. I don't know. Um, you can do key rings, yeah. Can you, um, how's your pick time sales going, Kev? Are yeah, you good? all right, actually. Getting a few bits and pieces dripping in now. You know, it's that time of year, isn't it? So, 
yeah, I'm getting, getting some stuff through the door, so to speak. Yeah. Um, there was a uh, really, a really neat, um, th- so, well, actually, the, the thing I should just say is if you are a PickTime subscriber, you really should join the PickTime community on Facebook also. Yeah. There's a lot of really good, useful information in there. Yeah. And also people share their tips on how they, they are running their PickTime business. And there's some good stuff in there, some really, really interesting, good marketing tips and yeah. what have you in there. So do that. If you are a PickTime subscriber, go into the Facebook group because it is ace. Go to pick-time.com. And if you like a month's free joy with them, then uh, put Fujicast all in uppercase uh, when you when you, when you you join up. And you'll get a month free. Like that, Kev. Month free. Yeah. Just like that. Uh, and on that note, it's time to, to make the event we're doing at the House of Photography mm. on the 2nd of March publicly available now. The, the, our good old oh, yeah. patrons have had their... Um, they've had their sniff. They've had their sniff, yeah. And, uh, and they've done quite well, actually. I, that, that rem- so before we, we give the details out for that, I mean, we must. We haven't done this for a long time, so it might take me a bit of time. We must do a shout-out to all of our new patrons, um, have you got the list? Is, have you got the well, list? Quite a few now, yeah. Um, since the last time I did this little shout out, anyway. So thank you very much to uh, you ready, Adam Featherstone, Greg White, Michelle Hook, Janty Geldof, John Lancaster, David Jennings, Jordan Killard, A.S. James Holiday, Casey Sisterton, Mike Gorman, Katie Dawkins, Stu Haythorn, Shan Tomok, Stuart Chambers, Ian Rawlings, Carl Britt, Nicholas Bernier, Carl Jenkins, Paul Gallagher, and John Anderton. And I'm Kotam all. Yes, so thank you so much. Our children will finally get some Christmas presents this year. Um, and all of those people have had early access to the tickets for the event we are doing at the Fujicast, uh, the event. The Fujicast event at the... I'm still tired. House of Photography, Kev, in, in London. House of Photography yeah. in London. Covent Garden. Where we shall have a day of joyous talks from uh, myself, Neil, yep. Emily Renier, and Mr. Whisper Mr. will Whisper. also be there. Yeah. We will be doing an hour's talk. Andreas will be doing a talk on some... Who knows? There might be some new stuff around for him to chat about. You never know. <laughs> um, <laughs> there will be you know opportunity to touch and try all of the stuff in the yeah. Fujifilm House of Photography. There will be drinks. There will be nibbles. There will be a live podcast recording at the end of the day where everybody there will be opening the floor to for questions. And then we will nip off to that their pub to pub. and, uh, and a- have some drinks i'm a little bit nervous about calling our event a touch and try <laughs> <laughs> you can touch and uh, d- that does make me chuckle every time fuji films say that touch, touch and, and try. try belfast t- touch and try glasgow touch and try touch and try touch and try <laughs> how much are we um, how much are we selling tickets for kev well so we're going to do an early bird price uh which i think well we haven't actually discussed it expire what is the early bird price then kev what we did well, not talk about so we are going, I know, yeah, the price, but when are we going to expire the, see, I'm leading them up here. This yeah. is a lead up. When are we going to expire the early bird? Oh, I don't know. Should, should it be like 1st of Jan or 1st of Jan? 1st okay. of Jan. So, I oh, know, because some people are, no, hang on. Some people are two weeks, by, uh, two weeks behind. So now make it the, the make it the, um, the second week of Jan. Okay. So up until sometime in the second week of January, <laughs> the, uh, you'll be able to get your ticket price for the princely sum of £80. Thereafter, it's going to go up to £90 whole pounds. Yeah. But it'll be worth it. Promise. Whole day. Good fun. And uh, myself, I'm going to be doing a talk on You're doing business. Business, on business yeah. Very important for the start like of the new year. Yeah. My talk is titled, We Were All Born Naked. Oh. 
I will wear clothes during the, the talk, I promise. <laughs> and uh, Neil, what are you doing your talk on? I'm doing about the marriage of sound and pictures. And not, I mean, it is predominantly a wedding thing, uh, my, my talk, but but it's completely um, user-friendly for whatever kind of photography you practice. Um, Mr. Whisper will, of course, be talking about street photography, won't he? Mr. Whisper will indeed be mm. doing a great talk, and he's going to be calling it storytelling, and it, yep. he will be sharing examples of his commercial work in the industry, giving an insight into what goes on behind the scenes of professional street photographer, workflow, discussing the importance of storytelling in photography. Yep. And Emily will be Emily Renier will be doing a talk titled "The Three Main Pillars of My Learning Journey So Far," wow. and she's going to talk about her first few years as a wedding and family photographer and the adventure that has been from attending her first photography show back in 2018 to delivering the latest wedding of family galleries. And uh, yes, that will be a lot of fun. So in order to get tickets, and we are very limited, so I think as far as I'm aware, the Future Film House of Photography will allow us to sit 50, 50. bums yeah. on the seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So if you've got two bums, you're going to have to get two tickets, I'm afraid. What? And uh, <laughs> you can go, you, the only way we can do this is you have to go to my website, kevinmullinsphotography.co.uk, hit the for photographers area and yep. the workshops and you will see it there right at the top. Um, we will, of course, link on the Facebook group and links in the show notes, um, but that's the way to get your tickets. And uh, yes, we are, we're around about third sold. So No uh, way, really? patrons. My yeah, word. thereabouts. And I I will say this, Kev, um, that I I know even though you might have to spend a few pennies finding, and it is in March, so it's not quite like coming to London for Christmas where where the hotels say, let's put the finger in the air, how much should the prices go up by? Oh, at least double. No, in March it's slightly different, of course. Um, So even though you might have to put yourself up in a little hotel, you are essentially coming to four workshops four so it's one hour workshops from each person and of course andreas doing um his thing as well for 20 pound a piece 20 pound a piece kev 20 quid 20 yep not bad very good um i think this postcard may have come from emily renier then because she's belgian she's belgian so that that's obviously it then isn't it yeah <laughs> right uh yes i don't know i don't know that is a, that's a dilemma that isn't it is it? a dilemma who, yeah who and did it really quite sure about things that just arrive without a name on them it's called unsolicited post there's a law you know well i know in the uk but i quite like the idea that this has come knowing that i like macro pictures of mushrooms so it's not quite so unsolicited i'll put it there in the it's a mystery pile oh um right questions this is not so much a question can i go first yeah i haven't actually had any new questions so i'm oh. not doing anything today our friend what <laughs> our friend well there <laughs> will be questions to read out kev or facebook you always say that there's loads on there that you just haven't marked. I know, but that involves me scrolling up. Well, you're going to have to. I'd like to do it from the this recent This is the last one before any... Christmas. At least make an effort. I'm going to play chess. No. Mark <laughs> Dell wrote in, our friend Mark. Our friend Mark. Yeah, and um, he said, thanks for the podcast, obviously to us both. I've decided to go completely off-grid when out and about, but my weapon of telecommunications is now a light phone. A light phone too, a lifestyle change I feel. I shoot with the Fujifilm X100S and document my grandchildren regularly. I've been the family photographer for many years. The older generations are fondly remembered through my cameras over the years. And we, uh, and we are the new older generation now. Yeah, 62 uh, is now grandparents. Really? If you get to 62? No. Well, my What's a light phone? Well, 
So I did say, I wrote back straight away. I said, what's a light phone? And he sent me a link. And the link is all the W's dot the light You might want to put it in so you can. How do you spell light? Well, as in, oh, oh yeah, as in light that we like to photograph with L-I-G-H-T, the light. That's a good question. Could have been the other spelling. Lightphone.co.uk. And so you, you'll, you'll see straight away you've got some birds flying through the air. And .co.uk then, or .com? Oh, .com. The Lightphone 2 is a premium minimal phone, and everybody's into minimalism now. It'll never have social media, clickbait news, email, an internet browser, or any other anxiety-inducing infinite feed. It's an experience we call going light. It's a phone. It calls and texts. There is a headphone jack, Bluetooth, and it could be used as a personal hotspot. But that's it. It's a phone that you can phone from. Mark has left the universe of social. What do you think about well, a phone that just phones, Kev? That's a bit well, strange, yeah. isn't it? So, I mean, there's, you can go to... They sell them in WH Smith's, the Nokia's. They're about nine quid. A new Nokia in WH Smith for a small amount uh, of money? Just a handheld thing with big buttons and, a, oh. and it just rings. Oh. Um, I do... I, in, in theory, though, I do like the essence of this idea. And, in fact, my granddad, not my granddad, the kid's granddad, mm. has done the same thing. He's, he's, he's got one of those Nokias, and so he can no longer do WhatsApp, can't do anything. However, yeah. which, which does sound quite nice, however, it won't be quite so nice when you're trying to buy said grandchildren presents in, yeah. I don't know, Argos or whatever, and your bank needs to send you a confirmation that it's you making the transaction. And, and you can't like, do it, no. Can't do it, oh no. no. Um, so it's, it, you know, we are tied to those things and, uh, I, you know, I'm not, not saying it's wrong to, to go down that route at all. I would like to do it. However, I think I'm, I have too many things that I need yeah. on there. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously the other option is to just delete social media apps. <laughs> well, there is that. You don't have to use all the bits that you have on it, but I wonder whether it's just because you feel like, well, it's there, I should use it. Yeah, perhaps. I don't know. But yeah, whatever. I, you know, I, I'm all for this off grid type thing. However, yeah. I think for me personally, yeah. I need to know when my credit card is about to, you know, go over its <laughs> limit. And <laughs> I need to know when Albie's t- spending too much at the co-op. We have a phrase in our, in our household now. It's called not for me. Um, which is uh, which was born of I think I think it was um, it was my brother-in-law who uh, who was invited to some of the, the the family message went out on WhatsApp and he just said not for me and that was it so now if you if you don't want to give any reason why you're not doing something you just say not for me and it's universally understood we've even bought him I bought him a t-shirt for Christmas just says not for me on the front of it. <laughs> Right, questions. Um, have you got one you could find on Facebook? Yeah, I'm going to have to go back six whole weeks, Right, which is disgusting. <laughs> We've had no questions in the Facebook group. You are group. joking. Are we going to have to do another one of those? That's it. The podcast is done. Yeah, moments. that's it. I'm going on strike. That's it. I'm going to go and tra- join the train drivers. Any questions? Um, what? Any- oh, we will go back. We'll go back to six weeks ago. Ole Overgaard says, QQ. Don't you just love that Fuji seems to have abandoned the terrible clutches that were on many of the first-generation lenses? I never liked them, he says. And I sold both the 16mm f1.4 and the old 23mm 1.4 for mostly that reason. Yeah. It'd get the new 18mm and 23mm instead. Well, so yeah, but there's, there's t- a difference can... between first-gen and second-gen. Obviously, it improves, doesn't it? Well, well, yes, but they also, he's right, they don't have the, that clutch mechanism, which was the manual focus, yeah. pull-push. I quite like that, though. <laughs> uh, I would say that I have had 
approximately a million people on my street photography workshops <laughs> who have gone, oh, I can't, my, my lens isn't focusing. And it's, it's been because of that. Oh, well, so many people the, bought yeah. those lenses and didn't even know that that's how you got the manual focus. Well, do you think that's why it went then? Do you think people thought, well, we're fed up of explaining this? Yeah, I, th- I, I mean, I'm guessing they did it because some of the cameras didn't have, well, I mean, one of them on one of those silly X-H2 cameras that don't have a manual focus Stop it. Um, button would be brilliant. You know, I think they should bring them back. If you've got an X-H2, they should bring back X- X-H2 specific lenses with the clutch. Yeah, but you just press a button, Kev, and it's easy. No, it's, no that's ridiculous. No, it's not ridiculous. It's it, easy, it, Kev. It's, it's I've too put slow. It, I've put it, and it's not slow. It's no slower than looking at the too camera, slow. finding too that slow. small too button slow. and moving too it. Too it. Too too You're slow. like my kids. Who will, when we go to argue, they will just keep saying the same thing. Too slow. And they not know it me. winds me not up. Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> not for me. I actually, no, you said not for me, so that's fine. <laughs> no more discussion. No more discussion. There we go. Over to you. Yeah. You, James Souls has sent us an email. Uh, it's one tech and one life advice question. Life advice, Kev. Mm-hmm. Right, go tech first. I know what you're going to say immediately. I hope you gents are well. Thank you again for the great podcast. You're very kind, James. Just two questions today. Oh, of course, James. What, how? It was it was a couple of episodes ago, wasn't it? That he had didn't he have about seven or eight. I mean, it it literally went across. It took up the last third of yes. the program, didn't it? It was the James James Soul show. It was. Um, so one of them's to me, Neil. How are your XH cameras? I love mine, but there is a niggle. I shoot primarily with an XH two S eighteen mil and XH two thirty three mil. Nice setup with another XH two fifty six mil. What? Has this guy won the lottery? So he's he's got just an XH2, just as a kind of a backup. I'll just drag it out if I need it with a 56mm. On all these cameras, from time to time, I will have a lockup. When this happens, I see a frozen image through the viewfinder, but nothing else works. The camera is completely unresponsive. Even the power button does nothing. I have to pop the battery in and out to get it to work again. Also, from time to time, they simply do not turn on, and I've had to pop the battery out. I have always had these issues across these three cameras and no firmware updates seem to fix it. I can go a few weddings or weeks without it happening and then bam, it happens twice or a mix of both issues on the same day. Do you have any issues like these? What ideas or any ideas what it could be? Right. When I get to Janny says, I'm going to take them all in for a checkup. Just in case it matters, I use decent memory cards that are the, on the approved list and I don't feel the buffer. So, Kev, I know instantly you're going to say, well, buy an X-T5, aren't you? That's going to be your answer to this question. Um, are I they will... all X-H2s? Yes, they are. Uh, X-H2S. Oh, and he has two X-H2s and one X-H2S. Okay. But it's happening across either of the of the models. So, um, what, what I would say is a couple of things to just ensure that you're doing right, James, and that is... Make sure that the memory cards that you are using, I know you said they are on the approved list, but make sure that you have the same size memory cards in the dual slots. So if you're using 256 gigs, make sure you have two 256 gigs. Make sure they're the same speed. This is this is this has happened a few times in the past. Okay. With the XH2s, you have a CFS Express and yeah. a SD card That's right. slot. Yes. So I would I would suggest making sure they are the same read speed. Um, they're both UHS tools, um, and they're both from the same manufacturer. Ah, see, I never uh, thought about that because what James is saying here has happened to me over and over. On your XH2s? Yep. On my <laughs> XH2S, I have had exactly the problem James talks about. 
And the only way to solve it is by popping the battery out and popping it back in again. And uh, yeah. and the worst time for that to happen is, of course, when you're trying to do a recessional. And it happened to me during a recessional. Fortunately, I've got quite good at popping the battery out back in again. And it was you shouldn't a, have to and be it doing was that, a, And you? it was a long aisle, so I was lucky that day. But it wouldn't. That's not perfect. That's not. That's not a good thing, is it? Absolutely not. Definitely not. So that's the only thing I can think of is some kind of memory card mismatch. Hmm. But. Um, I haven't, I haven't read or heard too many people having those issues with the XH2s, yeah. but you and James both have, and really? so there obviously yeah. is something there. There's something going on. I'll, I'll uh, check that that uh, because I know my my cards will be mismatched in that that respect. I've always had mismatched cards though, Kev. I don't, you know, that explains a lot. Well, I've never had the issue before. It's never happened to me before. No, I, I mean, I, it, it shouldn't be happening. You know, that's 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 the fact of it. And if it is happening a lot, then yeah, you need to speak mm. to Fujifilm. But that's the only thing. That's one thing I'm always very conscious of. And I always have been, even mm. when I was shooting in the Canon cameras that finally came along with dual card slots. You know, I've always made sure that I've used the same it's brand the same and the brand, same, same size and the same speed okay. in both slots. And of course, with an X-T5, you're using two... Uh, SDs effectively, aren't you? So yeah, they're they're two SDs, so yeah. it's a bit it's cheap. Those CF mm. Express cards are expensive, oh, aren't they? So. I had to sell a kidney for one. Well, you bought mine off me, I, I think. Did. When I, when I, I threw did. my XH2s at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you? Did you actually sell it? Sell it, or have you still got it in your magic cupboard? No, it went to MPB. I needed to sell it to get the XT5. Oh. Because I had it until the XT when the XT5 came along. That was it. You sold it. I I thought, what have I done? What mm. have I done? What, Mullins, what have you done? You run before you can walk again. Mm. So I yeah, sold the XH2. Well, for I what it's worth. I had the XH2 or the XH2S now. Well, for what it's worth. I think you have the S, by the way. I, I For what it's worth, I love the XH2S. Terrific camera. I like the grip on it. Everything about it. Ergonomically love it. And that's the only problem I have with it is the one that James has just described. But it could be a, an imbalanced card. Or just could an, be. Just an could imbalanced be. photographer, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, he asked for some life advice as well. I'm really keen to go on the 2nd of March to your thing, but I have a stumbling block. Any advice appreciated? The stumbling block is that we have a baby due on the 3rd of March. Now, <laughs> I've told the wife that I'd like to go to London and get drunk with a camera crew. See, that, that's not officially the way we're advertising it, James. Also, that I may possibly end up staying in London completely smashed after a giant Indian meal. She did not seem impressed. I can't understand why. Any advice? <laughs> I'm not getting involved. <laughs> Do we really need to answer this one? I know James. He's a very nice guy, and so I know very well that he will be uh, in the hospital with his good wife yeah. and their he, baby. He did say, my actual question atop this is, will you be videoing all the talks so that uh, those who can't get access can get them for a small fee. I don't know whether we will. Sometimes no. that changes the whole dynamic, doesn't no, it? No, we definitely won't I think be. this is a live thing. Definitely won't be. He said it'll give him something to watch on the 3am bottle feeds. Can you mm -hmm. imagine going back to those days, Kev? How many of the 3am bottle feeds did you do? None. What? Never did any of them. I thought no. you were a modern man. No, I didn't do any of them. I did. I slept in the dog basket, like a dog, in the yeah. basket on the floor next to the bed, but I didn't do any of those, no. Where did the dog sleep? Well, oh, around my feet, all over the place. I don't know, these stinky <laughs> things. Um, no, I didn't. I um, I mean, it was right in the heart of my busy wedding stuff. Right. So invariably, I would either be away, exhausted, tired, whatever, grumpy. So, um, and I have to say, 
this isn't a like statement on bottle feeding or anything, but neither of the kids had bottles. Neither of them. How so, did they not? You yeah, was, they went you, all natural you, all the way was, through. Well, you can always um, you can always de- yes. decant, decant it, exp- decant it. Express. <laughs> it's a fine Italian wine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, good luck, James, for the arrival yes, of, of Baba. Uh, what an exciting adventure. Good Call luck. it Kevin. Call it Kevin? Yeah. What, what if it's a female? Even if it's a girl. Yeah? Yeah. Kavina. Yeah. Or Neil. Well, ne- yeah, or Nelly, <laughs> with my, my spelling. We would have called my, uh, my youngest, we were going to call him after the midwife, because she was brilliant. It was a complicated birth, the second one really complicated that's a ridiculous name after the midwife after the midwife james no no, after, uh, no did i say james no after no. the midwife alice, alice <laughs> no. well actually the kids aren't Hang I know, on yeah. a minute. or whatever name you want to call it but uh, alice was the midwife and we were going to call thomas alice if because we didn't know thomas's gender so before before he arrived into this world and so he arrived as thomas obviously and uh, so he wasn't called alice and i alice Alice, Alice, listen, love. Alice, 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 who the, <laughs> I know where you're going with this. So we made a mistake one day of talking about this at the dinner table and um, our eldest, his ears pricked up somewhat when we said we were going to call you Alice. And that's what Jack calls him. Oh, <laughs> He's no. trying to wind him up. Ah. Well, not so still much, call him that? Not so much these days, but it, it was just for a little while. There was a there was a bit of teasing going on there. I think he's forgotten. He doesn't listen to this podcast, so it won't remind him. Uh, right, go on. Question from Facebook. I go again. Yeah, is it? Hang on. I have to scroll we up solve again. James's problems. I think. Yes. Stephen Anker says, "Hi, gents. In the past, Fujifilm have made prosumer versions of some cameras, XT30 for the XT3, notably no XT40." Do you think there will be a version for the marvellous X-T5? Hmm. This won't be one of the announcements to come next year, will it? I have no idea. I I, I literally have no idea what's coming next year, obviously. But if you read the rumour sites, they seem to think there's three cameras coming next year. Um, But as Andreas quite rightly says, rumours aren't always true. Otherwise, they would be news. So there you go. So just like a um, government spokesperson. What are the rumoured three then, Kev? Because I haven't read these. Well, I know one of them, one of the rumours. I don't know. I don't know. I just, that's what somebody posted on the Facebook group actually this morning, I think, something about new cameras next year. And there was kind of all kinds of speculations and what have you. And that's when Andreas came up with his beautiful line that I just nicked off him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. And the fact there was no XT40 would imply that there won't be an XT50. Right. But who knows? I, I like literally don't know. What's the one I've got now for the film in? Where is it? XT. Um, <laughs> don't know. One of that one with the new one they made with the vlog mode. Anyway, I think that might have replaced. Looks like that might have replaced the XT oh, okay. mini range XS10, XS20. They did, didn't they? Otherwise, it gets really confusing, doesn't it? Well, you, you, what, which one did you use for vlogging? You used one for a while, didn't you? XM1. I don't know. I think I had an XT30, actually. No, no. It's one of the XM ones. XS10. I never had an XS10. I've got an XS20. XM, XS. Oh, I thought you did. No, XS20. It's great. And I I, I use it for my YouTube stuff now. Hmm. Uh, James Turley has written in. Hi, guys. And then this definitely is one for you because it has the magical two letters and one number, X-T5, involved. I've recently purchased a Fujifilm X-T5. I have an 18 to 55, 2.8 stroke 4 kit lens. And I see on the, the, the website, the Fuji website, that it's not fully supported in resolving 40 megapixel images produced on this camera. 
I would value your opinion and input, Kev, as I've mm. not seen any major flaws when it comes to taking images for social media. However, I also shoot landscapes from time to time, uh, only for my own consumption, mind, but I'd like to print them out large in A3. What uh, or would the would the lack in resolution be that noticeable? Or am I just pixel peeping? Thank you for the podcast. Yeah. I'm based in NZ and love listening to you guys on my way to work in Wellington. It's James. James Turley. Yeah, so uh, absolutely. Uh, I, yes, so it's on the Fujifilm website that they do not technically resolve all of those full 40 megapixels, uh, megapixels 40.1 megapixels, if you want to be precise. But I really don't think anybody could like notice the difference, mm. certainly when you print it, etc. I think they're just covering their bases because the um, the newer lenses are built to resolve against that sensor, against the 40 megapixel sensor, um, and probably has a few more fairies peddling and some jiggery pokery inside mm. doing its thing. Um, but yeah, l- literally, uh, I mean, I've u- I used when I did have that XH2S, whatever it was. Uh, you know, I used the original 56 1.2 lens and the original 23 1.4 lens. I never, not at any point did I look at a picture and think, that doesn't look quite right. Mm. Mm. Can I have an, another cheeky resolution one from Mike Marin? Sort of marry these together in a kind of Marin way. Kevin Neal, I often hear photographers talk about the advantage of larger megapixel sensors so that the image quality is preserved when cropping. I don't think I understand this. Clearly, the total number of megapixels in the image will be reduced when cropping because some of the image is removed. But does the pixel density change? Is the image quality really affected? And why? Mike Marin, who is in Oakville. Uh, yeah, I don't know the science behind it, but I can tell you right now, if you if you took exactly the same picture on a on the, like a, an X100 original 16 megapixel sensor cameras, mm. and you took one with a 40 megapixel sensor cameras, and you cropped into exactly the same spot the uh, quality on the 40 megapixel sensor crop would be yeah, much better. Very good question yeah. then. Why? It's a good I question. I don't know the answer. I don't know I don't know the technicalities behind it because I'm just a poor bloke from <laughs> Wales, but I, I we need to get the second <laughs> brainiest person in the world on the show, don't we? Who's the second? Carl. Carl, who's the first? Oh, well, we've had this conversation before, haven't we? I don't believe Jeremy have- Vine. Who? Jeremy Vine? He's the, he's the brainiest person in the world, I think. No, I think Tim Vine is because of all mm-hmm. those jokes. He can do. This like, is exactly the conversation we had. <laughs> <laughs> I exactly think it is. This is now beginning to. Uh, my memory, my cogs are turning, Kev. I think we have had this conversation before. <laughs> we, we have. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, so basically, I don't know why, but it does. There we are. There's your answer, Mike. Uh, no idea, but it does. Just yeah. accept it and love it for what it is. Yes. Kev. There we go. We're rattling through these, Kev. We really are. We really are. We've we've still got a little bit of time left. So from your Facebook, please. Right. Uh, Kirk. Kirk Vogel says, Afternoon, lads. Here's one for you. Why aren't we using Bluetooth headphones for audio monitoring sound XH2 shooter for video? So not like I'm asking for that much. Cheers, Kirk. Kirkvogel.com. Kirk with a K. That's a really good question because actually that would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? Particularly if you're just going to shove a couple of earbuds in. So, Would I mean, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not the audiophile that may, you are. Maybe delay. Maybe this is to do with delay. Yes, this is this is exactly what I was about to say. I, I, I think there's more chance of interference and delay if you're using a wireless protocol for monitoring audio from a camera. Yeah. It's the, you know, you don't really get high-end studio monitoring cans 
that are Bluetooth either. They're nearly always wired. I've never worked in a studio with Bluetooth. um, No. uh, And I've worked in quite a few nice radio studios. It's always wired. Yeah. That's my guess and your guess as well, by the same way. I think it is, yeah. Dave Queenan. Kevin mentioned uh, that he... (laughs) What do you mean, hold on? What are you doing? No, I said, uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. done wrong now. Oh, no. Well, I don't think you're in trouble. He's after some advice. Kevin mentioned that he recently bought a standy-uppy desk. I've been thinking about getting one of these as well as I work at my desk all day. Any recommendations? First of all, actually, standy-uppy desks, um, and you've got the one that powers up and down, haven't you? Very, very fancy thunderbolts and lightning. Uh, They're very good for your health because if you stand up all day... Now, what was that? I read this. What... You might know this, uh, Kev. What's 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 the um, what's the amount of calories you burn in a day if you stand up at your desk as opposed to sit down? Why would I know that? Well, yeah, I, I thought you might because you've got the standy uppy desk. Let me look this up while you're giving a, a very well structured response to why you have one, which one you use, and how much it's changed your life. Okay. Well, the one I'm using is a. It's it's called Kaimeng. K A I M E N G. I got it from that there Amazon. I got it on a Black Friday deal. So I got it for about £128, and I've just looked. Well, that's nothing, it's currently, Wow. It's currently £350, oh. yeah. so Black Friday was my my saviour. Um, and it's it's actually really good. It's got built-in plug sockets yeah. on the desk. It's got built-in USB ports. It's also got a built-in wireless thing. You can put your phone on and it wirelessly does it. It's nice and big. It's got cable management. It goes up, goes down, solid, really bloody heavy. Um, and yeah, I really like it. I, I bought it mostly because I wanted a new space for my filming. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to have to keep tidying my, my working desk. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good. Um, I was doing some stuff yesterday, standing up there. Um, I've got a new monitor as well on there now, so I can just, I just pop my, slip my laptop into that and boom, Bob's your uncle. How many, how many hours do you stand a day is it, do you think? Oh, I don't know. Not enough. Well, it says here, generally speaking, you can burn between 100 and 200 calories per hour um, if you're standing at a standy-uppy desk. Well, it didn't Ooh. say the standy-uppy desk thing. but So uh, that means if I stand all day, if I stand for eight hours, yeah. then I can have four pints on the way home. Well, yeah. and, it, and it means I haven't done anything. I haven't lost any Not quite calories. sure that's the way it works, but roughly speaking, yes, actually. Awesome. Although, actually, it says when, when, you, um, when you're sitting down... Uh, you bur- you're still burning 60 to 130 calories an hour. So actually, there's not a huge amount of difference. I thought there would so be if a- you're having a pint of Guinness in the pub, yeah. and a pint of Guinness, I think, is about 800 calories. Is it 800? If you're sitting, if you're no. sitting down, no. I don't know. I might just be guessing, but it seems like it's a lot. How many calories? <laughs> I, I, while you're doing that, I mean... So if you're sitting down and you have an 800-calorie drink, yes. you're sitting down and you're actually burning 160 calories just yes. by sitting down. Plus, I reckon you burn 50 to 60 calories by lifting your arm up and down. Yeah. It's basically half the calories for nothing, isn't it? That's great news. Well, do you want the good news? I don't know what yeah. sort of drink you're drinking at 800 calories. I would imagine that's one of those super sort of strawberry milkshakey things with about everything you can throw at the top of it. But it's uh, 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 the amount of calories in a pint of Guinness is 210. Oh, so basically, <laughs> by the time you've moved your hand up and down, what? you're not taking on any calories when you're drinking a pint of Guinness. If you're sitting down and it's 160 calories just sitting down, yeah, and it's 210 calories in the entire drink, there's yeah. got to be calories involved in moving your hand up and down to your mouth. 
So basically, you can drink as much Guinness as you want, and you won't get fat. No, well, it's, you're still it's, you're still in a you're not in a deficit, and you're, you're, and you're still the wrong side in terms of the positive. Only a bit. Well, yeah, only a bit. But what you want to do is you want to sit down, have a couple of sips, get up, do about ten star jumps, sit down, and do another couple of sips. I mean, you might get people looking at you in a strange way, but that's the way to cancel it out, Kev. So <laughs> there must be some beers, some nice beers, not mm. not like cheap lagers or anything that are less than 160 calories in a pint and which means that you actually lose weight well, when you go into the pub skinny lager here we go is 149 calories well, there you go drink as much as that as you want and you'll lose weight <laughs> yeah. even just sitting down I'm do not- it standing up and you're gonna well you might as well just yes. cancel your gym membership it's like going to the gym <laughs> <laughs> in no way shape or form oh. that's the best news i've heard well i think that's the best news i've ever heard in my yeah, life. I'm not quite sure this all works the way you're suggesting it does, but there we go. Right, go on, Facebook. Uh, Facebook, right. Adam says, Kev, why are you so fat? That reminds me of, of uh, a response. I've just put out a listener survey for, for the photo walk, Kev, and one of the mails I got back, uh, one of the, the survey responses <laughs> was... Uh, more uh, it was more it was essentially just do interviews because you don't have personality <laughs> I, thought, I thought i might frame that but my my friend gary king when he was uh when he was on radio one he got and i'm gonna have to bleep this but i'll say it so that the timing works he got a letter that came out of the blue one day that said gary king i can't listen to you because you are a oh my word <laughs> He framed it and he's and he put it in his front room. <laughs> oh, oh dear! So but I tell you what, though, if you went back through your YouTube, you'd have a couple of classics. Wouldn't oh, you? I've had some awful things said you to really me. You really have. You have to laugh, yeah. though, don't you? Otherwise, yeah. you cry. And somebody was going on at my clothes. The last the video I did last week for the XT5 review. You weren't wearing that fluffy thing again, were you? No, no. I what? Well, I I, I did. I do wear that. It's that time I know of you year. do. I Every time I see you, you're wearing that fluffy thing. It's like it's I love like it. you I need love to it. You need to release it as merch, Kev. I'm telling you. He was like, uh, "Why are you wearing pajamas? I don't come here to watch you in your pajamas." I'm like, and it's not my pajamas, mate. I, like, I know I'm a bit, bit, bit on the loose side, but I, I wouldn't wear my pajamas live on the on internet. On internet, anyway. Next, next time I do a video, I might wear my pajamas just to see if anybody. Notices. Yeah, that's it. Wear anyway, your, ju- your judo outfit, Kev. Yeah, that's yeah. It. I might just do a judo, my judo yeah. suit. Yeah. That's a really good idea, actually. Uh, Adam Ramjean says, Hi, guys. Question from me. How do you clean your cameras? And then he he, uh, he puts in brackets. I guess Kevin doesn't, so maybe that's a question from Neil. <laughs> fairy uh, liquid, usually. I just I, 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 I douse it underneath, run the fairy liquid over it. I get one of those scourers that we use for, for, the, uh, for the pots and pans. Done. Comes up beautifully. Different colour, mind. <laughs> I don't. Yes. I, I actually do, Kev. You're gonna. You're gonna. Your eyes are gonna raise here. I know. I can almost see your eyebrows. I actually spend time with my cameras with a cotton bud, and I find this a cathartic experience. By the way, cleaning around all the little dials every now and then. Right. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, have you, um, uh, Adam have you never had that say. experience, Kev. No. With a bit uh, of white spirit, Kev. A little bit of white spirit. Not too much. Not too much. In fact, if you can use the blue one, that's better. And then just round you go. Ah, oh, it comes up beautifully, Kev. Uh, <laughs> Adam goes on to say, 
My well-used X100F has a tight on-off switch. But even worse than that, last weekend, the ISO dial got stuck. So now I'm oh. stuck on auto ISO. Oh, dear. <laughs> I should add, only really use it for street photography, so no sand or mud around. Mm. Relevant. Other than that, the only issue with the camera is that it's six inches, is the six inches behind it. Ba-boom. Uh, um, <laughs> and he says, a little shout out for the Dado Moriyama exhibition at the photography gallery. Oh, yeah. The photographer's gallery in London. I don't know whether that's still on, actually. And bear in mind, I'm going back to seven oh, I think it is. I think it is, because Giles has invited me to go to it in the okay new, good new year. i've got yeah. the book i've got the retrospective book yeah um uh, uh oh i'm in london on this friday actually for a workshop really? and i'm oh. might, might be in early enough yeah i might oh. pop in but yes photographer's gallery data mariama exhibition will be ace i do not clean my cameras adam neil um <laughs> when everybody else is out partying and spends time talking to his cameras the little earbuds and uh the auto iso yeah that's a bummer yeah, it is. Are you going to go and see the Tish Murtha film, by the way? Oh, uh, Anna invited me to that, actually, a couple oh, of weeks ago. Did but she? I couldn't make oh, it. I yeah. see. Right, okay. Didn't um, invite me. I see. No, well, I think we, we were just chatting as she was kind of, like, on organising it yeah. the next day. So she's like, oh, you should come. And I was like, I can't. Oh, right. Um, but, yes, I know a lot of people have, have mentioned that, actually. Yeah. It, I think, from what I've heard, what I've read... I think it's a it's a must not miss film. We will link to these uh, exhibitions and films, by the way, in mm. the show notes for those people who are thinking. Just get on with it, you dozy old man. Talking of films, I'm going to go and see um, the Napoleon one. Um, but the choice came up because we're taking the kids and um, with another family who have a slightly younger daughter, and the choice was go and see Wonka or go and see Napoleon. And I said, I want to see I want to see Wonka. Everybody said, you can't see Wonka, not at your age. I think it looks really good. I think it looks amazing. I'd go and see that. Yeah. What would you see? Would you see Napoleon or Wonka? Wonka. Yeah. See, that's why I said Kev, but they looked yeah. at me like I was mad. No. I, I, well, I think Napoleon wasn't, didn't Napoleon do, he sold, he sold the USA, like, I think it's like a quarter or maybe a third or something of the US, USA land he sold to them for like 300 and. $50 million or something. Oh. And it's clearly worth a lot more than that. So I think he made a big mistake. I think he made lots of mistakes. But there we yeah. go. Um, Darren Goldstein. This might be the last one, Kev, and that's it for 2023. Let me just have a look at the timer. Mm. We're not doing another show. Mm, well, do, no, well, do you want to do one between Christmas and New Year? We're not We're not scheduled to, Kev. No, no. well, then we won't. No. Merry it's... Christmas. Bye. <laughs> Darren Goldstein. Hello, Kev. Hi, Neil. Me again. Uh, years ago, I set. Up, did we do one from Darren already today? No, don't think we did. Did we? Don't think so. Years ago, I set up a system where I exported DNG files to a Dropbox folder containing keepers or selects. These were meant to house all my portfolio-worthy images, which I could later sort through in Lightroom and use for my website, etc. At the time, using DNG seemed to make the most sense. I've oh god I must get this software Kev because this keeps coming up and neither you or I use it. I've since started using C1 into my workflow in addition to Lightroom. My question is what file format do you think is best for archiving? DNG gave me the flexibility down the road but uh, that was only of using all Adobe. Now with C1 it adds a new wrinkle. I don't want to use TIFFs as file sizes are humongous. Yeah. I'm stuck using high-res JPEGs. Thanks a bunch for a great year of keeping us all entertained once again. Th uh, th I was going to say thank you, but no, he didn't say that. He said cheers, which is um, in an eggnog way, 
more appropriate for this part of the season. So what should you use, Kev? I mean, I don't know why you'd use C1 and Lightroom. Why didn't you just choose one or t'other? I don't know. Well, so as far as I'm aware, I, and I can't imagine this is not the case, but I'm caveating this with the fact that I don't use it, so I might be wrong. Yeah. Capture One surely, surely supports DNG files. Has to. If it doesn't, then I, I'm hearing a lot of negativity stuff about Capture One, and they've changed. They went from promising that they would never be subscription based to yeah. boom, boom subscription based. They've now removed. Was that, the is that true, by the way? Because I think I edited that out of the last one because I was a bit yeah, it's wary. True. It's it's, true. They've they've just announced that they've removed they're removing the Capture One Express software, mm-hmm. and all kinds of other things are happening there. Um, however, I mean that side. Yeah, I, I know for a fact it's a very good editing sweet and lots of people use it but i would be really 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 mm. really surprised mm. if it doesn't support dng files but going back to the original um the embryonic stages of that question if you if you like with mm. the uh, the question about dngs the original so adobe took on the dng file format and it was always meant to be a open file format i.e it wasn't meant to make adobe any money they were going to basically be the the curators of the standard to keep everything kind of open and to a certain extent they are and they've done it and you know you do you have the adobe dng converter most people assume that adobe is um the parent the owner of, of the dng standard they never as far as i'm aware and the last time i looked at this was was several years ago admittedly they never took that kind of final step to make it purely of open to everybody as a as a kind of open format if you like however i think they're pretty liberal with its with its uh, flexibility and use and almost everything supports dngs um so i would i i, I yeah dngs if capture one does not support dngs then you'll eat your hat i will i'll yes I'll do something like that. You'll marry yeah. Monty. Uh, I'll, um, mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Come not. on, capture one. Support the NGs. <laughs> yeah. We, um, oh, by the way, um, a couple of plugs each, because Christmas time, of course, we're out there, aren't we, with our with our hats, Kev, on the street, just trying to make a bit of pennies for, for Albie and Rosa and Jack and Thomas and Alice. <laughs> um we've uh we got a couple we've got a couple of things each that uh go on you you've got your your presets by the way kev spot on plug them come on plug them i've just looked up capture one and it does support dngs right okay that's good there you go um <laughs> don't swerve the question or or, or the suggestion well, uh, plug your yes, presets, so, Kev. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, uh, well, I'm not going to talk too much about them because I've, I've talked about them in the past. But what I, I will just re-summarise the talk on the second of March. Right. Um, I you're like a politician, Neil, Kev. You're like a politician. Emily <laughs> and Mr. Whisper will be yeah. doing talks. There will be a live podcast recording, of course, second of March. You can find the link to book your ticket, um, for which there are limited spaces now on my website, kevinmonnesphotography.co.uk. Go to the workshop section and you can you can just pop in and buy the ticket. And while you're there, if you want, you can look at my presets too. Yes. There we go. Okay. Since you mentioned booking a place, I'm going to mention a book. I've done my first book. Now, Kev, this is not like your X100 book, which which um, was on the shelves, um, which I still have a copy in the loo, which I love, <laughs> Kev. You've never signed it. I used to sign it. I've got an e-book, Kev, all about um, why, why, why we do photography and also sketchbooking. Uh, so there's pictures that I've made sketchbooking. Plus through the book, a ske- like drawing. 
What do you mean? No, 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 no. Uh, well, I call. Well, I'll come back to that. Um, and then uh, people like Joel Meyerowitz and, and uh, other photographers. Um, I think Ed Cashy he's either in there or is about to put him in there just very quickly before it goes to publish. But um, so it'll be out Monday when this this show comes out. They've they've done their why and you know what what photography is in in terms of um, their life. And uh, when I say sketchbooking, that's why I call my something and nothing pictures, Kev. I, I call them my sketchbookers. And because it's, you know, part of the Photo Walk podcast, I think people have become used to that. So when I go out with a camera, I, 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 I like to think that I'm sketchbooking life, Kev. I was never very good at drawing. I was okay at drawing, unless you wanted me to draw a face, and then they took on a decidedly average look. But sketch, sketchbooking through life, just, you know, sometimes making a picture of something on the floor, which is a something and nothing. It's not going to be a big picture. It's not a massive Vista picture. It's a sketchbook of life. So my book is out, and you can get it on the photowalk.show website. So we've done a, we've done a plug each. Looking forward to 2nd of March, Kev. Is Gemma going to come over? I don't know. I haven't asked her. Well, please... <laughs> Yeah, I do. You I, do I, still I, talk, I, don't you? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm doing. I'm hoping she'll come to the. Yeah. Yeah, to this either as well, mine to the um, photography show. I'm doing a talk at the photography show oh. on the Monday, I think. Right. Not for Fujifilm, just on the, one of the stages. Oh, as, um, as Kev. As, yeah, as Kev. That's nice. And, and I'm going to be. Re- I'm going to be stick thin because all I'm going to do between now and then is drink Guinness sitting down. Well, I was going to say what's your new resolution going to be, and mine was going to be buy a standy up desk and drink as much Guinness as I possibly can. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Any new re- resolutions, Kev? Or- yeah, I have actually got some, you know, 2023 has been a horrific year. So I just my news resolution is just to make it a bit better next year. Yeah, it's been a tough year at times, hasn't it, personally, with everything going on? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll just be a, a nicer year. We'll kick 23 into touch and welcome 24 in. I remember doing that in 2019. The kids, that was the first year they stayed up to midnight. I said, come on, it's a brand new decade. Look at this! What's gonna? It's gonna be amazing! Look, look at the adventure coming up! And then they brought us COVID. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, look, Kev, have a great Christmas. Yeah, you too. Love to the family. Yeah, and same to yours. And uh, and there'll be a, a new edition coming up in the new year. Happy Christmas, Kev. Happy Christmas. Oh. The Fujicast is an independent Loading Zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. Email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.